I don't want to try to fix myself for other people anymore. I want to be able to take care of me as I am, that I don't need to be fixed or change. And know that my needs can be different from other people's, and that's okay. That that's totally okay. If other people have the energy to continue to just engage and be a part of and have conversation and activities when I can't, that's okay. Hi, I'm Biz Cush, a life coach and therapist and your host here on the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. We're talking to women all over the world who found their way back to themselves, to their inner knowing, to their intuition, to their wisest self. We're exploring how to feel alive, authentic, engaged, and fully present in your life. Let's awaken your wise woman. Hi, and welcome back to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast season four. Oh my gosh, I can't believe, honestly, that it is season four and there's a whole new slew of guests all ready to roll and get interviewed. And I'm pretty excited, excited for the new season, excited for the podcast, and excited to share more with you as we go forward. I am Biz Cush, and I'm a therapist. If you have not listened to the podcast before, I'm a therapist and life coach for highly sensitive women. And uh, I'm excited that you're here. And if you have listened before, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. I'm super excited about this new season. I just celebrated my 63rd birthday, which was pretty great. Hard to believe I'm 63 years old. There are times when, there were times in my life where I felt like I was still a teenager. I don't feel that anymore. I definitely feel as if I have stepped into my wise woman skin. And that's really nice. I feel very at home in my body and my psyche, which is a really great place to be. We, as a family, also celebrated my mother's 90th birthday, which just blows my mind. I was sitting on the toilet this morning. Maybe that's too much information, but uh, thinking about that, 90 years old, that potentially I could live for another 30 years. Another 30 years. <laughs> what the fuck? Anyway, amazing, amazing. All my siblings and step siblings gathered together. Over uh, uh, the Labor Day weekend, it was just fabulous. The weather was amazing. Everybody showed up. There was not a whole lot of drama, maybe no drama. It just felt good to be together, to be honoring my mom, and to just be there for each other. It was really, really amazing. I also had some wonderful travel this summer went to a few new countries in Europe and got to see some of the world that I hadn't been in and celebrate my son who ran in the World Dwarf Games, which was just amazing. And he won a gold medal. Boom. So great. 
Oh, and all of this travel and family time and being around people and sort of not having a plan, things being kind of unspoken, it really gave me time to bring awareness and notice my sensitivities. And that was a nice thing. It was actually really lovely because I feel as if I am way more able to meet my sensitive traits with compassion and care and love and kindness instead of flipping that story and making myself feel bad about what I needed in order to take care of myself. And I found that in the large groups, even with family, when there were large groups of people, lots of small talk and catching up and a lot of distraction, it was easy for me to feel exhausted, overwhelmed. I could also feel the desire to connect more deeply one-on-one with people versus in the large group. There were times my sensitive parts just wanted to leave my mom's house and go back to our Airbnb that I felt stuck or needed time to rest and time away. And sometimes those feelings would activate the feelings of like, what's wrong with me? Why can't I engage for longer periods of time? Why is it I don't want to sit down and play a game after lunch? But it also gave me an opportunity to love and care for the people in my life who that worked for, that that was good for them. And I could say, all right, well, that's their time together. And for me to be able to be my best self, it is important for me to step away and take time for myself. And I think what I've learned too over the years with my sensitivities is how often those sensitive parts and their needs can activate other parts. The shaming part that says, what's wrong with you for being so sensitive? You should be able to be like other people. The guilty part that says, I just feel bad for not wanting to hang out with people who I love. And the inner critic who is so willing to jump in and create more shame around me not being good enough or not really having any compassion for those sensitive parts. Or the perfectionist part that wants everything to be just right and why can't I just fit into that mold or why can't I just do more to make everything perfect? But also that part of me, and I guess this is part of the inner critic that just says, suck it up, you're too sensitive, almost like a drill sergeant. Just put that sensitive shit away. Get in there. Just push through. And I don't want to do that anymore. I don't want to do that anymore. So bringing an awareness, a compassionate awareness to those parts as well that 
their fears of me feeling hurt or feeling left out or not feeling a part of the group, not feeling like everybody else, that they don't want me to feel those feelings. And so they're trying to protect me by pushing me to do things that maybe aren't best for my system today. And so it gave me an opportunity to really listen. Both the gatherings with my family and the travel gave me an opportunity to really tune in and listen and take care of myself in new ways. Fortunately, as I said, we had time and space at an Airbnb near my mom's house so that I could leave, lay down, read for a while, rest, sit out in the sun, and just gather myself, get back to me, to feel more grounded and present and energetic so that I could come back to the gathering and have fun and enjoy myself. So I really believe that knowing ourself and better understanding our personal sensitive traits, because we're all different, everybody's sensitive traits, those of us who are highly sensitive, your sensitive traits might be different than mine. But as we get a chance to really know ourselves, listening to what we need, getting to know those sensitive parts of us, so that we can take time to listen with compassion. I don't want to try to fix myself for other people anymore. I want to be able to take care of me as I am, that I don't need to be fixed or change. And know that my needs can be different from other people's, and that's okay that that's totally okay. If other people have the energy to continue to just engage and be a part of and have conversation and activities when I can't, that's okay. And I can take care of me. That's the most important thing. That I can take care of me and my sensitive parts and all my parts. And in many ways, that's why I created the coaching group for highly sensitive women and have dedicated my coaching business to working with highly sensitive women because I can see how important it is for us to bring forth our sensitive energies into the world because we are empathic, caring, loving human beings. But if we're not nurturing those parts of us that need, to be taken care of, those sensitive parts, we're not showing up as fully as we could. We're not bringing that energy into the world in the ways that suit us best. And I think that's really important. I think we need to. I think the world needs more sensitive people showing up fully, especially sensitive women. So what's coming up on the podcast this season? I am very excited for the guests that have already booked with me, and I have a list of potential guests for future 
interviews, but uh, we're going to be diving into parts work and especially for those of us who are sensitive, managing our sensitive parts, getting to know them, working with our inner critics and our perfectionist and bullying parts. We also are going to dive into how body work, you know, better understanding your body and your body's needs, the physical sensations and using your body as a healing tool can help us show up in ways like social justice reform and activism and being our best selves. Another topic will be tapping into our intuition and building self-trust because to me, if we don't trust ourselves, if we don't have access to our intuition, it keeps us small. It keeps us from speaking up in a way that feels honest and open and vulnerable. So I think it's important for us to explore that, to explore how we can be more attuned to our intuition and build that self-trust. I also want to dive into healing in nature or natural methods of healing because I think we need that. We need to spend time in nature. We need to find ways, alternative ways to heal our bodies, our souls, our energies, our inner world. And so we're going to have some amazing guests to talk about shamanic healing and better sleep through meditation and yoga and fascia and why motion is a a huge influencer on our total health. And I also want to explore building health and happiness. So kind of connected to natural healing as well. But I think especially in midlife, there can be so much joy in midlife. And I think sometimes aging and our bodies aging can leave us feeling like maybe just feeling bad about ourselves, bad about where we are that, you know, we're at the end of our life and, oh, isn't this depressing and sad? And my gosh, I feel so hopeful for the next potential 30 years of my life to bring in more joy and happiness and attunement with myself and everybody that I care about in my life. And so I feel like that's an important topic too. So we're going to be talking about why good sex is important. We're going to be talking about how to build happiness in midlife and healing anxiety with mindfulness and the mind-body-gut connection. So Super excited about the lineup of guests and potential guests and hope you will continue to follow us on the podcast. If you have people you know that you feel like would benefit from listening, would you share the podcast? I would love that. I think the more women who gather in this space and other spaces, the more powerful our feminine divine energy will be out there in the world. And that's important. We need it. You could also, if you haven't, I would love for you to rate and review the podcast. That would be amazing.
it's all the algorithms that are out there that help the podcast get seen. But, you know, if that's not in your wheelhouse, that's okay too. That's totally okay. You can always follow me on Instagram where I up, I share when new episodes are coming up and some quotes from the episodes and clips from the episodes. You can also get on the mailing list. Go to elizabethcushcoaching.com and sign up to be on the email list and find out about new offers, new groups that are forming, hopefully in the new year, and blog posts. So you can get all that information there as well as when new episodes of the podcast are available. Well, I'm going to wrap up this episode a little little shorter than most of my episodes, but being the first episode of the season, I'm going to wrap it up and just say that I hope you will continue to join me here over the next few months as we talk to new guests, share new info, embrace our highly sensitive selves, or even if you're not a highly sensitive woman, you'll find lots of great information here from the guests, from myself, from the podcast about how to live your best life in midlife. If you're interested in working with me one-on-one or in a group, you can also reach out through my website, elizabethcushcoaching.com. And I look forward to connecting with you here on the podcast next time. Thanks for listening to the Awaken Your Wise Woman podcast. The information in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. Music by Andy Cush, sound editing by Laura Disler, and show notes by Kathy Cush. If you'd like more information about me, Biz Cush, and the resources shared today, go to awakenyourwisewoman.com.